Alright. Hey guys, back on the couch today. I've got Beck joining me today um, for today's podcast. I'll let you introduce yourself. Yep. Um, I'm Beck Windsor from Be Fit with Beck. Um, I live in Darren. So a lot of people won't know where that is. Cash just had to look it up. Um, I'm two hours east of Perth, so um, in the middle of the wheat belt, yep, and run my personal training business just out of their local gym there, 24-hour gym, Um, been PTing for about eight years now, and um, yeah, just got a little, great little community out there, and um, yeah, battling through. Yeah, there you go, yeah, Um, one of the reasons I brought Beck on board is um, she is doing an awesome thing in the community. And um, one of the things she's trying to build is um, trying to build a bigger community within the community mm. and amongst other communities. So I thought it would be a great idea to get her on board to help get her message out. So um, let's take us through a bit about what you're currently doing and what your plans are. Yeah, well, it's changed a little bit. So um, originally I was sort of just pottering through, had my, you know, X amount of clients in the week and I was quite happy just doing that. But then we all got the bomb dropped on us with COVID um and yeah that kind of kicked my ass into gear just with expanding onto online stuff so just going online and and really up upping my social media presence I guess because I never really was interested in that before um and yeah so I guess with COVID I couldn't operate out of the gym had to adapt, had to go online, created an online um, program called Sculpt for just my clients and then just a few others that were interested in doing programs at home. Um, They were quite simple, just 30-minute workouts three times a week um, and I would do them with them for the 30 minutes. That took off and, yeah, I was looking for at-home equipment and because at the time you would know that it was extremely difficult to get equipment and to get it shipped out as well so yeah I was sort of looking at um, bars at the time and I couldn't get them shipped over they were all sold out from this place I was looking at so yeah I hit one of my old um, high school friends up who runs a gym in Joondalup and um, I said to him, hey, I've seen on your Facebook page that you've got these cool bars in the background. Like, yeah. where'd you get them from? He said, oh, we just got them made. They're just a piece of steel, you know, meter long, and they're just weighted to their specific weight. And I immediately thought of my friend who's a boilermaker. I'm like, right, can you make me 20 of these bars? We can make them in increments of, two, you know, from four kilo right through to 20. We'll powder coat them. We'll chuck some stickers on them. We'll call them the B-Fit Bar. Yeah. And that's how that was born. And I sold a couple of them as well um, through the community. And we just started using them with my online program. And that was me through COVID. Yeah, that's awesome. That's how we met. Yeah. Um, Beck actually won a caption competition for some knee sleeves on uh, one of my one of my posts. That was great. I can't remember what the caption was, but it made me lose it. I thought it was great. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, but yeah, and you come down and you told me about what you're doing and how you wanted to, uh, one of the cool things about Beck is, uh, um, when we started training together, uh, her goal was to increase strength with minimal equipment, um, on her three main lifts. So her squat, bench and deadlift, which she managed to do very successfully. So you hit some really awesome PBs, yeah. um, while training with your own equipment and plus the, um, the minimal equipment you had inside your gym as well. So mm. yeah. 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 Very cool. 
yeah, um, that's where I kind of started with you. Um, like you said, I was interested in just promoting the bars and promoting the fact that you don't have to have an amazing gym set up to get strong, to get strong, to get yeah, results. Good, yeah. And um, there are lots of people out in my community that are in that boat where, you know, they might be in a town where there is no gym. And so they've got to rely on their own equipment, body weight, um, and just the basics. And yeah, so I just wanted to show people and go through a bit of a story on my, um, on my social media that sort of my journey and that, yeah, you can produce good results with minimal equipment. Yeah. And that's exactly what you did. And that's what I thought was so incredible about that. Like watching you go from, you know, in over a period of, was it four or six weeks where you went from mm. a one rep max of 70 to then your three rep max was 70 on squats Yeah, and you hadn't done any free, free barbell squats ever <laughs> yeah yeah that was, that was so cool yeah. i was like holy shit that's so cool um yeah and um another thing i was gonna talk about too is um your progress uh in mindset too over the mm. time with your body as well yeah you want to touch a bit on that um yeah so i guess the the workouts that i used to do were largely um functional training based so yeah. um if you're thinking bear crawls sit throughs your push-ups, your, you know, all those basics. Um, that's kind of what I was doing prior to catching up with you. And I was using a lot of dumbbells, so a lot of dumbbell work as well because um, that's what we had in the gym and um, and my bars, obviously, um, but that was Actually, fairly new. I think it would be a good idea just for the listeners to paint a picture of what your gym looks like up there because <laughs> it's a little community gym. It is a about. little, yeah, so yeah. it's only like 14... 14 meters by like, I don't know, five. I'm bad. Yeah. But yeah, something like that. And then we yeah, also have another equivalent space downstairs. But um, so all, all that's in there is, you know, your cardio equipment. So your treadmill, your bike, your cross trainer. We've got... One of each. Yeah, yeah one yeah. of each. Uh, ten of each. Like got two, two treadmills. Maybe. Oh, okay. Yeah, We're, yeah. <laughs> living the dream up there. Um, and then, yeah, we've got dumbbells up to 35 kilos. Yep. Yeah. We have a Smith machine, mm-hmm. my love-hate relationship with that thing. <laughs> We've got our multi-gym, which is your lat pull-down and your seated row, um, leg extension, leg curl, yeah. and your bench press, shoulder press. And then um, just this year, we raised enough money to buy a cable machine, and we have a, a, a leg press machine as well. Yeah. And that's pretty much it. Yeah, a battle rope and some boxing gear. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's it. So pretty much dumbbells, kettlebells, all your free weight stuff we've got. A couple of machines. But the, the in terms of machines, yeah. it's the Smith. Yeah, Smith and um, our multi-gym and cable machine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so like we had Beck doing a deadlifts and squats on a Smith machine, which is a lot different to a free barbell. Very different. In ways of stabilization and confidence too. Yes. But the fact that you got stronger doing that was pretty awesome yeah um i mean i still i still have hopes and dreams of getting getting a free weight bar up there one day but in the meantime yeah i like i've got my goal with you of hitting 100 kilo with the deadlift and squat yeah not far off getting there and um yeah bench 70 so um but i'm gonna have to do all that on on the smith machine really so And just, you know, the PTs that I can come down with you when I can get that time to come down um, and have a play on a free weight. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so it's 
it is interesting and the, like you say the technique's very different on a smith machine and i kind of hate that yeah yeah <laughs> because i've got to adapt every time i come down it's back, yeah. but it's good yeah yeah, yeah. Um, one of the cool things going back into Beck's personal training side is how much personal development she does. So if you're, if you're a new personal trainer listening to this, it's really cool to see what she's currently been doing. Because how long have you been in the industry for? Yeah, um, like eight years. Yeah. Eight years, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and it's not until, uh, well, correct me if I'm wrong, but probably not until recently you've taken on quite a lot of personal development in ways of your business and yep. your f- physical personal development too. Yeah, be, yeah, yeah, for sure. Because the way it started um, was... So my journey kind of started through Conga. Have you ever heard of the Jungle Body? Yes, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. we had a um, an instructor come groovy, up. Groovy, groovy. Um, yeah, the dancing, workouts. like yeah, Zumba, no, no. kind it's, of like It's Zumba. pretty much like twerking and Zumba yeah, together. Exactly. It's <laughs> hardcore. It's great to watch. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> From the back of the room. <laughs> so. Yeah, anyway, I went to one of them, absolutely loved it. And I'd had um, my first child at the time. She was only like, I don't know, 12 months old. And I just couldn't stop smiling the whole time. And I thought to myself, I want to be at the front. I want to be up there doing that. So um, I got qualified and then I had to be, to instruct, you had to be a a Cert 3 um, in, in fitness, in fitness and yep. you'd have to get you had to get your group fitness training certification as well yep. so I did that um, and started doing that just as a sort of a hobby I guess um, and then someone from that group about a year later asked if I wanted to um, personal train them and I said well look I'm not qualified but I can be if you want me to and I yeah. thought hey great idea so the next one up on the course yeah, yeah went, went and four. did my cert four um, and just started training. And like I told you before, my business plan was four clients. That's what I'd put in there. I just wanted four clients just to, you know, have a play and have something else to do other than be a mum. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, the reason why I didn't really uh, sort of delve into the whole professional development heavily and why I didn't really focus on my own fitness to this extreme what I'm doing now is because I didn't have time because you know I've got three kids kids now and 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 yeah yeah Yeah. and yeah so several businesses outside of my own and um it was just chaos and it was yeah too much to focus on myself so I always kept myself fit anyway as a baseline (laughs) and just you know I would play team sports and did my own workouts at home and stuff but just never really um, had consistency with it. So, and trying to get your body back after, you know, every kid was um, like a mission in itself. So... What was that mindset like? Um, I just you gave... you freaking incredible. Oh, thank you. Yeah. yeah. Um, I yeah, suppose I... most of your clients would agree. Um, <laughs> that's why they come so. to you. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, no, look, I, I just gave myself 12 months after every child. So I'd say, I'd say to myself, you know... I know that I want to um, breastfeed my kids, so um, nutrition, I, I can't sort of be in deficit. Yeah. Um, I need to nourish my body. So I just didn't want to concentrate on losing the weight too quickly. Um, and, yeah. That's I, such a powerful message. Yeah. Because, I, you know, I train, I've seen a lot of new, um, more like heard of from other people that coach new mums. They're like, oh, they just want to lose their body fat and get straight back into it. I'm like... 
But the fact that, you know, you just take that 12 months where you want to breastfeed, mm-hmm. nourish your body, nourish your child's body, you put that as a priority yep. over your aesthetics. Yep. I think that's such an important um, uh, topic to be spoken about Definitely. now, especially with social media, right? Is these, these younger females, probably, you know, like uh, mid 20s, early 30s, um, uh, look great their whole life. Mm. They have kids. They don't want to look like they had kids, so they try like get back to their old body as quick as possible. Yep. And the re- and again, I'm not I'm not saying this from experience, but this is just more as an obs- observation slash opinion. But um, rushing back into it and probably missing out on the vital things like making sure your body's in a surplus or at least baseline yep. where you're at, so you can produce a good amount of nutrients yep. for your child and a you know a stable mental health as well because yeah. you know when you're in a deficit um uh where you've got um you're not it affects your mental health there's yep. a lot of studies done on under eating for too long a period of time can wreak havoc on your hormones can wreak havoc on your emotions mm. and um your overall mental state so yeah yeah definitely i've noticed as well that because mums are getting older when they have it, when they're starting to have their first child They've spent a lot of time uh, being used. Have they're used to their own body being the way it is, and they're not used to that. Um, you know, I guess their their body changes a lot when they have a baby, and and it's their incredible. their mindset yeah. changes a lot. Yep. So if you're you know if you're having a baby at twenty is very different to having a baby at thirty five or forty. Mm. So. Um, yeah, it's a bit of a shock, I would say, as you get older to to having a, having your first child and wanting to get back into it. And it's quite hard to get back into it the older you get as well. So, um, more life stresses. Yeah, yep. yep, yep. So I think just being kind to yourself for that first 12 months and really enjoying the process um, of just being a new mum is is pretty important. Yeah. First and foremost, yeah, for sure. Um again sorry I took you away from the topic of your journey as a personal trainer how you went from going back to coming back after 12 months with having kids so yep. dive back into that yep so um, so I had my babies um, I went through a period of time where I was dealing with my own mental health issues through probably my between my second and third child so my third child by that point I was um, on medication for anxiety um, so just and generally it was just I think dealing with three young kids and having a partner who does, who worked away and um, you know life was crazy. Yep. So I wasn't focused a lot on like we talked about the professional development and um, really focusing on my business and trying to grow it. Like that was not my priority at the no, time. No, it was taking care of your kids and yourself. Yeah. yeah. So um, it's not until now. Um, my youngest is now full-time school for the first year, yeah. um, ever. So all three of my kids are at school, which is fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> Give me a bit of breathing yes. space. Yeah. Yeah. think the day when they go to school, like, yes. Yeah, I know. And we've yeah. been down the street yesterday and someone said to me, hang they were hanging out the window, a fellow mum, and she's like, good luck for school holidays, girls. We're going to need it. I'm like, yes, amen to that because it's just, it makes running a business and having your kids at home, really difficult. Um, but anyway, so yeah, I um, just started to really hone down on the professional development this year. And I really focused on my fitness this year. And because I'm, I was on social media, I reached out to, um, I'm, I'm reaching out to a lot more people in the, in the industry. 
And that's where, like you said, I, um, I commented that one comment on your yeah, page. Yeah, probably a year ago you wouldn't have done that. No, no absolutely. No, you wouldn't have been like, uh, and that's, that's something I've noticed since we met. Yeah. How much more you are being yourself on social media. Yeah. And like, uh, I think that's one of the things I, I, I sort of said to you at the beginning was just, just be you. If people don't like it, block them. Yeah. Because that's the whole reason we have a block button. That was yeah. the best message that you could have ever given me, actually, because um, sort of since taking since meeting you and since going through this journey of like embracing you as not only a coach but a, a mentor um and having several different mentors in my life now you got, uh, also you got brendan and yep. sebastian you're doing their mentorship is that right um brendo brendo and shell yeah, yeah. um doing theirs and yeah and sebastian yep so yep. doing Special. the yep. australian strength coach so doing um his stuff as well um yeah so since doing that I've it's given me the confidence within my myself and my business to really just own my own niche and we were talking about that before and um for any sort of new PTs or coaches out there I just it's hard to look at other people's business um in this industry and not feel sometimes inadequate and that you're not doing a good enough job or that your knowledge isn't enough. Um, it's why we always strive to learn more, absolutely, but you also have to own what you already know. And you all and you have to, I think, um, apply it to your clientele. So for me, my clientele aren't, you know, bodybuilders. They're not wanting to go into comps. So it would be a waste of my energy to really focus in on that area. Aesthetics, yeah. Yeah. Um, it's more, for, for my clientele, it's mental health. It's feeling good. It's feeling better about themselves and having the energy to get about their day-to-day life. We were talking about my clientele base is majority 45 to 55-year-olds. So they're the kinds of women. Farmer wives. Yeah, farmers. Yeah. Farmers' wives. They've, um, they've given their time to their kids they're now looking at how how can I... They're looking in the mirror and saying, you know what? It's my time now. And... I'm trying to think, how can you market? Like, I was just trying to think of something clever you could market because that's the majority well, of your clientele. Like, Brando, Brando said to me, he goes, do you know what? You could... You yeah, just yeah. said it. He said, we could call this um, a farmer wants a fit wife. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. yeah, I don't know how many people that would offend. <laughs> Quite a few. Go for it. Yeah. <laughs> Throw it out there, see what happens. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, so I think professional development in your area is super important. Yeah, finding what works for you. Yeah. 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 And what works for your clients and what your clients want and finding out what they want too. So, um, you know, again, we were talking about um, the fact that I've sent a survey out to all my clients and just asked about um, what they were doing before they, they came to me and what I can do better what they like about my business, um, how old they are, where they're from, just finding out the basics so that I pretty much have like an avatar client um, that I'm targeting, you know? So, yeah, I think that's pretty important. Yeah, knowing who you train, like... Yeah. And knowing what knowledge you got too because, um, see, even though I specialise in strength training, I can get people to hit 
four times body weight deadlifts, you know, double, triple body weight squats and bench press, etc., and or get them on looking on stage and win gold medals. Mm. The majority of my clients don't aren't after that. Yeah, like majority of them just wanna just wanna have a really good push session and then yeah. they want to go and enjoy their lifestyle afterwards. Exactly, that's the majority of my clientele, right? So even though um, you know you look at how you can market towards your specialties, you look at what your bread and butter clients are, and for the majority of it, it's people just you know want to lose a bit of weight, feel pretty good have a good bit of banter and join some sort of community where they feel like they're a part of something, which is what you're saying. Exactly. And I think in terms of programming that, um, I've learned a lot in the last year on how to program that. So previously I was sort of feeling a little bit like I was floundering with those people because they didn't have a set goal. You know, when someone has a really measurable goal, it's amazing because, you you know, as a trainer, you're like, yes, okay, this is your goal (laughs) and I know you're going to hit these targets because you're dedicated to the cause. Whereas when someone comes to you and you're like, okay, so what's your goal? And they're like, oh, I just, I don't know. I just kind of... Want to come talk to someone? Yeah, maybe. (laughs) I'll pay you to talk to me. Actually, I've had someone say that to me. You just be my friend. I like your company. Yeah. Um, yeah, but when someone comes with a loose goal, it makes it harder to program for them. But I've kind of learnt that... Um, so for those people, I still do a four-week block program. But what I do to cover myself is I'll do four workouts. So one each week if they see me once a week. I'll write four programs out. And I'll put that up on Google Drive. Yes, yeah. And so that they've got access to it. And then we'll do one a week. So it's different each week for them. So they're getting the variety. But if they want to hit that weight loss goal, that little loose weight loss goal that they've got, I'll say to them, right, you need to do this and this with your nutrition. And here are your, I want you to hit these workouts once a week, all four of them once a week. Um, just aim for that or aim for just, you know, do an extra one at home or whatever it might be. And then if we get to the end of the month and they weigh themselves and they haven't lost the weight, I'll say, have you done what I asked you to do? Yeah. And if they say no, it covers me because I'm like, well, you haven't done that. Yeah. So that's why. Yeah. And if you really want to get serious, well, yeah, let's knuckle down. But then, you know, and it saves me time too because you're mm. writing all your programs up in one hit. Exactly. And like, um, you know, a lot of people can be very against tracking um yes. food uh yep. can be very against looking at a scale weight that can be very against um what do you call it tracking even their workouts yeah <laughs> um everyone's a little different but the main thing i say to people um is everything is data the more mm. data you have on anything like i said you know if you're if you're a, if you've ever worked in a in a office or you ever worked anywhere with computers or if you're you know if you run a business even right Data is your sole survivor. That, that, that is what drives everything. That is yep. what drives every single decision. Like no major company in this world has ever been brought or um, built without millions yes. of streams of data, right? Yeah. So I say every time you track a meal, every time you weigh yourself, every time you track a workout, this is data going into your profile. Mm. The more data we have, the more calculated decisions I can make for you to help you. Yep. And you know, I had an example of a client yesterday who was really struggling uh, to I think like he hadn't his weight hadn't shifted in his, in about twelve weeks and his body fat um, before and after photos weren't a lot of different and I said cool so you haven't tracked I've spoken to you about this every week about tracking your food <laughs> yeah um, you haven't tracked anything you're just telling me you're eating well from what I'm seeing I've got no data to give you any calculated advice yep. all I can say is recommend the same thing I always do and that is track your food because that is the data I need to to help you yeah he's like. 
That makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> sometimes yeah. you find it takes a period of time because they kind of, they might come in with an idea of, I can do this without the need to do that. And you can. Some people can. Yeah. Some genetic if, freaks. Yeah. <laughs> but if you're not getting yeah. those results after, like you say, 12 weeks, yeah. then sometimes that is enough time for someone to say, okay, I'll listen to you now. <laughs> yeah. It's but like trust. It's yeah. It, it is. Yeah, you yeah. have to build trust. And some people... It just takes time sometimes. Like yeah. Some people just come in and do everything I say. And then like four weeks, they can get a result. It will take someone six months yep. to get because they just, they just follow everything to the T. Yep. Those are the dream clients that I'm just like, come see me. Yeah, yeah. Just come, come find me. <laughs> <laughs> I love those clients. It's like the 1% population. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Literally. Like I've got probably out of almost a thousand people I've trained, it's probably uh, like about 50 of those, which is like 5%, mm. right, that have done everything I've said to the T and just got like the most incredible results. And yep. I'm like, holy shit, that's yep. so cool. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it goes to show you though that what you're teaching them is correct information too, you know, like yeah, it, it works, it's proven yeah. to work. And that's, and that's where I try to use an example. Um, like I've got a uh, client, Shay, right now, and, um, you know, she's doing everything to the T and uh, she's genetically very gifted, which I didn't know she was. Um, I had an idea because, um, fun way to tell, but generally people that have quite well developed calves naturally, um, um, there's a state on this, but, uh, shown to have a better increase in, um, production of growth hormone in their later years, um, compared to their earlier years, or they'll still have a peak, uh, a spike when they're younger, obviously as they grow, but they'll be able to produce more, um, in their later years as well. So, and that usually shows up in the size of people's calves. And you can use that as a gauge, um, size of people's calves generally on how well they're going to genetically put on muscle tissue and respond to lower calories and higher frequency of training and things like that. So that's one thing I noticed with her. I was like, wow, she's got really well developed calves and it didn't click. And then I did a, I did a measurements this week and I was like, in two weeks, she dropped 30 mils on body, uh, um, on skin folds. And I was mm. like, what the fuck <laughs> I'm like this, I've, never, I've never seen that I'm like, I've never had a client drop that many mils before like the most I've ever seen was 12 in a week and she dropped 16 this week and I was like and she's on high calories too like yeah. not low for her body weight so I was like where have you gone <laughs> I was like you've disintegrated like your yeah. body fat's disintegrated but her body just metabolizes fat so quickly um, that I was like Jesus so I had to like try to put the fire out of her dropping by giving her almost 3,000 calories to bump her back I up I saw it I, yeah. was, I follow her and um, yeah, her yeah. story's been pretty cool to watch <laughs> and like all my other people are kind of like this is horseshit yeah. I'm, like, I'm like I want those genetics <laughs> I'm like I want those genetics yeah. it takes me like takes me like freaking two months to drop 20 percent but yeah you just get some some clients that are just really genetically gifted yeah and knowing how to program for them is um yeah another like another skill set in itself yeah but it's good to have that knowledge because yeah you realize what you're doing with everyone else will work it just takes longer longer yeah Yeah. exactly yeah Yeah. so was that way off track were we what we talking about i don't know (laughs) it's pretty pretty cool information yeah 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 anyway yeah we're just talking about like you know the general you get your general type clients that uh just you know they do everything you say then you get some that aren't compliant and takes a little bit longer for them to realize what you're saying will help them Yeah. yeah But it's just a process and I think um, as a trainer you have to respect that people are coming from different stages in their fitness yeah. you know, journey yeah. and some people are starting completely new and some people in different demographics and different age groups are, um, they've been brought up with different information. So, you know, you might get the older client who's in the era of low fat, no fat stuff, 
you come into the the younger generation and actually we've got a bit of a movement up in Darren at the moment um, where people are starting to eat, uh, you know, getting away from processed foods, going more into and, – and supplements and things like that aren't as big, going into the whole foods and trying to eat almost hunter-gatherer style, um, which is high fats. What would you call that? Like keto almost or yeah, – um, Eating like a normal person. Eating like, a, <laughs> eating like humans should eat. Yeah, like they've eaten for the last, you know, two million years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. it kind of steers away from macro splitting and stuff. Yeah. They're more focused on... Um, whole foods. Whole foods yeah. and gut, like the, the generic gut health. But they're, they're looking at their microbiome and they're looking at yeah. the... Yeah, yeah. Their gut more in depth than they would just, oh, I want to lose five kilos and I don't care how yeah. I do it. You know, so um, I think, yeah, different ages look at their nutrition and look at their fitness in different ways and you have to have to tread carefully um, and give information, drip feed information just slowly over time to some people who can't cope with the overload of facts. (laughs) Yeah, 100%. That's why I say to people like, when people tell me they want a goal that's I know I know the amount of work it's going to take and I say cool let's look at what you've got let's say uh, you know I get two types of clients that are ridiculous busy so you've got the uni student yep. that's doing a double degree and uh, you know got freaking stress out of their mind they'll stay up till 3am getting freaking uh, assignments done and stuff and got to get up at 6am to go into uni and they spend all day sitting on their sitting on their ass and like I want to look like that girl yeah. on Instagram. I'm like, that girl doesn't have a college degree. Yeah. She also, her full-time job is paid to work out. Yeah. You sit on your ass all day getting a degree. I said, I'd focus on that. Yes. And they find it so difficult. They yeah. They really find it difficult. They're like, why can't I look like that? I'm like, like, example is, um, uh, let's choose Lauren Simpson as an example, right? So it's a lot of girls aspire to look like that. Yeah. I'm like, she literally gets paid to work out and her yeah. trainer is her boyfriend yes and who films is, and yeah, it's is, their business that is literally her whole life is yeah. to train and look like that yeah i said your priority right now is to finish your degree because you know that is that is your number one priority They're like but, but i want to look like that i'm like <laughs> you can do that once you know you're After. earning half half a million dollars a year from your career because you you've got a degree yes like then you can focus on yeah you know I mean? that, that's when you come back to focus on and some females really struggle with that um, idea that you know if you got if you're a if you're you got a boyfriend or you know if you're younger you got a boyfriend you're at uni you're friggin got a social life and you want to try to look incredible it's probably not going to happen no that's it's really right. hard to get that message through sometimes and yep. just get them to understand that and then the other side of it is the married um, middle aged person you know, yep. husband or wife and you know they've got a business they've got a mortgage they've got kids. And the kids are all under the age of 10 or something, yep. or in their teens, even worse. Yes. Um, and they're this. like, I want to look like friggin', um, I don't know, James Bond. And I'm like, well, James Bond probably, you know, got paid a million dollars. Has a maid. Yeah, he's, uh, he's probably got paid a million dollars. Oh, the, the actor, you know, if we go Daniel Craig. Yeah. He's like, Probably got paid a million dollars and he uses a lot of that money to train every day to look that way and has someone cook all his food and has a planned out schedule. Yeah. And, you know, like, I don't know if you have that. <laughs> probably but like, not. But if he can do it, I can do it. I'm like, well, he's also an actor. Can you be an actor? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, okay. And I'm like, well, this, so that's where I'm, you know, I put a bit of banter in it. I'm not, I'm not dead blunt, but 
always put the banter into it into like the realistic goal yeah and what's expected if they want that goal yeah and then people go all right maybe i don't want to look like that or halfway through a workout if i push really hard, I'm like, <laughs> like, I'll just i push her in half i'm like i don't want to do this anymore fat. i don't mind being fat <laughs> Halfway through their, like, 50th lunge, they're like, I don't mind being fat. (laughs) (laughs) I know, yeah. You do have to respect where you are in life and and that kind of reflects um, with the trainers as well. Like, I have noticed that, um, you know, it does take its toll on your family to live, eat and breathe this industry. Yeah. Um, Especially if your partner's not fully, like doing the same thing as you exactly um, you know yep. yourself because your husband's a hard-working farmer right yep. and he's probably like i'll just eat whatever i can grab my yeah, hands yeah. on after the end of the day yeah you're like i'm gonna have my salad <laughs> and my fried chicken and, <laughs> and my my 120 <laughs> grams of this yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. he's, he's like, like why are you weighing your food what's wrong with you <laughs> yeah. yeah no um i do you do notice those with um even even sort of like you said the people in their 20s with their their new partner and it's that level of commitment you have to give to another person whereas if you're single and doing it yourself you know you've got time mm. you've got time to go and work out you don't have to hold it if you know kids a, a, yeah 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 my yeah, god like every time you add one person to your life that's 25 percent of your t- time take. exactly <laughs> exactly yeah. and you do see it like you see um you know people having to to balance their life and I don't think anybody gets it right. <laughs> I know at the moment my balance is just way off, but I have a goal, you know, and I'm sort of sticking to that at the moment. But, um, yeah, it is every day you have to be conscious not to tip the scales too far one way than the other as a trainer or as a client. Mm. Yeah. yeah. You have yeah, to get your priorities true. right. Yeah. And goals have to fall into line with that too. Yeah, exactly. Just sort of manage that total life stress and shit. If you got, um, if you're going through shit, then just sort out the number one priority, which you know for you, right, is like your family. Yeah. Like that's your, it's always been your biggest priority, which is really cool. And yeah. That's what I try to say to people. They're like, oh, I want to look like this. I'm like, all right, well, that's cool, but how's your family going with everything you're doing? Like, oh, I'm getting hangry and yelling at my kids. I'm like, well, that's probably not a good idea. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you're gonna, something's going to break. Yeah. 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 And eventually it does or yeah. eventually it will. Yeah. yeah. So you, um, yeah. I wouldn't mind talking about, if you don't, if you don't mind bringing it up, but um, you previously went for an eating disorder, is that right? Years ago? Went for what, sorry? Was that, was that eating disorder? Was that you or am I thinking of someone else? No, not me. But no, um, no I've never had an eating disorder, but... Um, yeah, no, gone through my own struggles in my own, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, you always, like, since I've met you, you've always been very happy with your progress and where your body's at. And you're like, yeah. that might be a little bit fluffy. I was like, that is so good. I love that. Yeah, <laughs> I, and I don't. Um, yeah. Like, what are we at now? 150-something with skin folds. Yeah. And they're not, it's not fabulous. Um, yeah. But, you know, yeah, I do, I've, I've, I've done you know, the diets that have gotten me down. So what I, I weigh 66 now. I've always sort of floundered around 64. Like I use the word floundered because I just think of like the flounder fish like yeah, yeah. in the water. Like... <laughs> That's me with the gimpy fish <laughs> doing donuts. <laughs> um, but... <laughs> Old Nemo over here. Yeah. <laughs> That's me. Um, but yeah, so I did a... Um, I did a... 
protocol diet a while ago, just uh, I always kind of feel like if I don't have control of my exercise regime, I need to have control over something else. So that was diet for me. Went on this protocol. It was a ridiculous amount of calories that I was allowed to, not allowed to eat. I think it was like 500 a day or something. Huh? Um, yeah, it was it was low. I had that in my oats while we were eating and talking before. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, there's your day gone. Stop eating. Oh, God, I'll just curl up and die. Yeah, I did. Um, But I got down to 59 kilos, and that which was ridiculous. And I just didn't feel good. I didn't didn't like the way I looked. Um, I didn't like the way I felt. Um, Yeah, and and now with the bit of fluff and 66, 67-ish, you know, kilos and feeling stronger, eating what I want, um, you know, still being um, conscious, conscious of what I'm eating. Yeah, 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 but um, not obsessing over it. And, you know, if I catch up with friends, you know, I can have... Have a cake. Yeah, yeah have, have a the piece pie. Yeah, yeah. Eat the pie because you're going to die one day. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's right. You only got one life. Yeah, yeah, exactly. YOLO. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I just think um, it depends on what you're after. It depends on your goals. But for me, um, I think taking that f- to the extreme wouldn't be any good for my mental health. So Exactly. And that comes with age too. Yeah. Like the older you get, the more... The Not more... that I'm old. No. <laughs> you're 30... I'm 34. You're 34. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, yeah, like that That comes with age. You know, you see you see females that are in their late teens, early 20s. I just really, really struggle getting their head around that I've got time. Yeah. That's okay. But not only that, is because they're in the generation of Instagram and Facebook and they're seeing an unrealistic perception of what women should... I mean, <laughs> yeah. we, we all have in the past, you know, we had yeah. magazines back in my day, but... Um, the, yeah, was it the waist, the waist jeans? Cosmopolitan. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, and the waist, waist jeans, jeans. Thought, with the zips. Yeah. <laughs> they went all the way up to you. <laughs> Oh, but, uh, what is it called? Coyote Ugly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they call that easy access. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, no. Um, but but I feel sorry for this generation. I feel sorry for my kids' generation coming up because fucking God help them. Um, they're in a we've, – we're in a world where filters exist and nobody takes a picture without one. Um, you know, they're seeing unrealistic – um, men and women online that are posing in correct ways to make their bodies look more appealing, which is okay for business and for, you know, aesthetics on, on their page or whatever, but it's, yeah. it's hurting our kids. Mm. Um, it's hurting our youth. It's, it's just giving the wrong perception of what a human body should actually look like and does look like. Mm. Um, and it's creating a lot of mental health issues and we're seeing it like we're seeing it now. It's, mm. It's rife. Like, I suppose what, another way to look at it is like watching, imagine seeing the Olympic sprinters every day. You're like, I don't feel good because I can't run as fast as that. Yeah. And it's like, it's okay. You've got to realize, and this is this is a message I try to teach people, is that what peak performance is not homeostasis. That's, that's not your normal standard no. homeostasis. When you see these people, realize that they are in peak performance. Yeah. And, you know, if you're an athlete, that's how you look and that's how you perform, or you're Michael Phelps, or whether you're a Tiger Woods, or whether you're a freaking, um, uh, who's a, I, don't, I actually, I was going to try to use a cricket reference, but I don't know. <laughs> I don't, yeah, mate. <laughs> targeting the wrong person. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, um, or you're a, um, God, I don't know, you're a, um, 
God, I'm trying to think of another athlete. You say Bolt. <laughs> sorry, there we yeah. go. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like the the peak the peak of their condition and um, performance. It's like you can't let yourself compare it against that. No. And I think that's an important message to give to kids. And like the good thing about it, right, is because you're a trainer, your kids get to see what you do and yeah. what you do with people. So they see that what people have to go through to, to if they want to look like that. Yeah. And, they, and they, they're like, well, that kind of makes sense. Um, yeah, but it is, it is dangerous comparing, doing a comparison of, um, I think I was speaking about the other day, but you know, the old saying was keeping up with the Joneses. Mm. Now it's keeping up with the person that you follow. It's like, yeah. stop doing that. It's like, yeah. You don't have to. It's, yeah. You can just be, um, you can just stay in your lane and if you just enjoy the process, yeah. you'll, get, you'll get there eventually. I'm conscious though. I'm conscious that, you know, knowing that I, my kids watch what I do, yeah. um, to not get too obsessed and that, yeah. you know, I don't want to not eat the foods and have them, cake. yeah, and yeah. have them see that because then they're going to think, oh, well, mum doesn't do that and she's really health conscious and that, that will go down, that will, that will go forever. into their subconscious yeah. and they'll remember that and I don't want them to, to see an unhealthy relationship with health and fitness. I want them yeah. to see what a healthy relationship is, what I think a healthy relationship is um, that doesn't create an obsession around around it because you know i've got a very impressionable 10 year old daughter who i remember is asking her I was like, that. do you like seeing your mum train she's like not really it's boring yeah. like, <laughs> <laughs> she's pretty blunt <laughs> yeah yeah i love it um but like yeah it's, it's really cool that's a really good thing i think that's a really important message too is one like you most women would kill to look like you have your frame, have your physique, have the muscle that you do and the, you know, the, the t- uh, tone look that you have, right? Um, but as a trainer and someone who sees the people in peak form, it's like, oh, mm. I'm a little bit fluffy. But like, I don't think you look yeah. fluffy, right? <laughs> um, and that's just like comparing you to every other, you know, average female. Yeah. Um, who would, again, like um, strive to look the way you do, which is what your clients come to, right? Mm. Um, but the fact that you can do that and maintain a balanced nutrition and still enjoy yourself is so important for kids to see oh yeah, yeah really important um and it's important for my community to see as well you yeah. know i do get this a lot um when i'm out in the two facilities that we have in town <laughs> was that a pub in the, the club and the pub <laughs> yeah the club and the pub and the um, petrol station <laughs> yeah and possibly the roadhouse yeah um is you, you know come up one day I... <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah come, come check out the scenery come do drive through blinking on oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just track back and go again just don't blink this yeah, time yeah. <laughs> um yeah no like if i'm out and i i you know they see me with a, a giant steak and chips and salad or something one night or like they god forbid i'm eating a piece of pizza um, I'll get people come up to me and say, oh, I, you eat that stuff? I'm like, yeah, man. Like, yeah. yes, I do because this is life and I want to enjoy it with my friends and family. And, um, yeah, it's, it's interesting that people have a perception of what it takes to be a certain body type. But I think, um, you know, I... I said it in the past that I exercise to eat. <laughs> um, Best type of exercise. Yeah, yeah, but it's it has morphed into I exercise really for um, because I love it. It, it mental health really, and I've just always been surrounded by um, the lifestyle. So um, it's just what I love doing, and I love passing on the knowledge to other people. And anything I learn is like just verbal diarrhea to my clients. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I just pass it on as much as I can. 
um, because I want other people to know what it feels like to feel um, energized and to have the knowledge um, and and that brings upon power so knowledge is power it, it just gives you confidence to do to to be your best self and that's I mean doesn't anybody that's what everybody wants isn't it just to be their best version and um, just hope to be the facilitator of that to a, to as many people as I can, really. Yeah, oh, that's awesome. Love it. Mm. Um, all right. Well, how are we going, Tom? That's about 45 minutes there. Um, let's do a shout out on how people can find you and get in touch with you and your online um, and also your buzz. So I'll let you drop some information there. Yep. So um, I'm getting a website done. <laughs> it's yeah. it's in the processes. So it's it's unfortunate that I can't put put a link into my bio. Yeah, you can still get it by Instagram. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So be fit with Beck is my Instagram handle and Facebook is be fit with Beck as well. Um, so you can reach out to me on there and just send me a DM if you're interested in um, like contacting me for any reason or you know for a chat or you're interested in a bar or whatever. Um, in some online training, I also do Zoom online sessions and um, I'm about to launch my online um, fitness program, which is yeah. pretty cool. I'm excited about that. I'm just chasing a yoga instructor, FYI. So if there's any yeah. male yoga instructors out there, hit me up, Pilates even. Yeah. Um, yep. So, yep, watch this space. It's all happening. And, um, yeah, if you are interested in a BeFit bar, um, you, you can send me a DM or whatever um, and I can guide you through that process and send you out one. Um, yeah, so that's that's me. Awesome. Well, thank you for coming on, Beck. Is there anything else you want to bring up today? Or... Um, no, just, no, yeah. Awesome. Thank you so much for coming cool. on. All right, Thanks, listeners. Um, yeah, you'll be able to find Beck's information in the description of the bottom of the podcast. Go check her out and give her a follow. Thank you. Thanks. <laughs>